Welcome to So You Want to Be a Witch, the podcast for soul-centered entrepreneurs and the people who love them. Welcome back to So You Want to Be a Witch, the podcast for soul-centered entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Sarah M. Chapel. It's like a game show host or something. I'm going to work on that. We should like make that into like a thing. Let me know. Send me your DMs. Should I become a game show host? Before we do that, I'm here today with my dear friend. And I was going to like start the love fest, but we're actually going to just talk about our, our love fest in a second, so I won't go like too deep. My dear friend, Dana Balicki, who's a transformational coach, is just a total fucking rock star. The, uh, the creator of the soon-to-be-in-real-life podcast, Crying in My Jacuzzi. Dana, <laughs> Dana, welcome. Thank you for being here today. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy that you're here. Um, I mean, I called you a transformational coach, but that seems like, like like just two small words for all of the amazing things that you do to support people and support your communities, extended and online. Um, what, how do you describe yourself in your work? You know, it's funny. It took a while to... I don't, I, I feel like it's ever evolving, right? And not because I don't feel happy with like ways that I have described myself, but you know how it is. Like words sometimes don't, you know, like words are funny. Being human is funny. It's like, <laughs> you know, like, like oh, what do I do? And, you know, I watch people out there in the world who are like, I am a quantum mentor. And I'm like, well, yeah, me too. Like, you know, the word coach is sort of a funny thing. And um, it took a little while to embrace it. And finally, it was like, kind of the same way that like, when I bought my house, I was like, I'm gonna do all of these things. And then after a while, I didn't do them because I was thinking about all the things I wanted to do. And then I was like, Oh, who cares? Just like slap some wood up, get some paint. It's great. Buy a jacuzzi. And like, that's a little bit how I feel about like what I call myself sometimes not the transformational part, but the coach part where it was like trying to think of all these words and then being like, ah, I'm a coach, whatever. That's great. Like, I'm also a cheerleader. I'm also like, you know, I'll be your like spiritual ride or die, you know, road dog, like whatever people want to call me is great. Transformational coach seems like a good fit at one point and it still does. And you know, that's what I, that's what I really am here to do is like help people navigate their like you know, the really sacred inner landscape of their worlds so that we can, you know, get, just get more in tune, get more in touch, like learn what peace and harmony and love and curiosity and, um, you know, compassion feels like in our, and transformation, of course, feels like in our own bodies so that we can, you know, bring that out into the world and, you know, not just to like, you know, I'm not here to just make people like feel good in their own lives, which like, yes, I'm here partly for that, but you know, let's, let's do this out in the world in a bigger way. So yeah. Something I love so much about you. Love fast time. Is <laughs> how clear you are on the personal being the political and the personal being the transformational, not just for the individual, but also for greater society, for greater visions that we want to hold. Yeah. I mean, like why do the work? Uh, honestly, I mean, not that I'm saying like anyone out there who doesn't hold that framework, like, why are you doing it? Not at all. Like do your work, you know? But, um, I guess it just feels so, it's always felt so clear as like coming from an activist and, you know, political activist and organizer background. It just, it felt so clear that like, you know, when we, do the work of sort of popping the bubble of the, of the ego, <laughs> mm. you know, that, that we open up a way to, you know, a different way to live together. And, um, and, and that, that to me is the most interesting thing is like, how do we live together on this planet? Cause like planet is changing or planet's doing her thing. We're all just like swimming around on it. And like, we know things are evolving and how do we, like, how are we contributing individually and thus collectively to like a magnificent evolution to a compassionate evolution? Um, yeah, that, that, that's what turns me on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I wasn't going to do this, but before we got on this recording, we were basically just talking about staring at our own butts. So, I mean, we're, we're really feeling the, the, getting the, the turn on vibes today. We are both Libras. It's a problem. It's fine though. Um, and that's it's why we want to, it's the best fucking problem. Libra <laughs> problems. 
the Libra love is so real. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we met thanks to another Libra, Sandy Citron. <laughs> oh my God, so much Libra energy. And she's like a double Libra in her, you know, like she's got so much Libra energy. I've got many planets in Libra. We're like, we're just like infinite Libra. So good. And it's actually something we wanted to talk with you guys about today was our beautiful Libran relationship. Um, Because over the past, it was like year, question mark, Dana and I have developed a pretty interesting co-collaborative, co-supportive relationship in a time when I see so many people have a hard time navigating spaces of of knowledge, of um, of like authority and expertise and friendship with grace. And a lot of those things seem to just like blow up in people's faces. And yet here we are. And I, I mean, I think we're still friends, right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> but let's, let's, let's dive in. I mean, what does it look like to, to build like mutually supportive, mutually beneficial and mutually like educational and transformational relationships? Well, it's like business owners. When you haven't even met in, in real life, I mean, what is real life anyway? But <laughs> I mean, we've never even met in person no. and which it's seems weird. weird. It seems I so know, weird. But, it, but I mean, you get used to it. Like I have so many clients that I've done like, you know, just incredible deep dives with, and I know so much about their lives and I've never met them in person. And some of them I've never even like seen their faces because we do our sessions over phone. You know, it's like, it's really, I mean, God, it's so interesting to like do this kind of work right now, like across time and space and internets. And um, I think, you know, for us, I remember we met um, doing a podcast with Sandy. We were on your, on this podcast. Um, I think it was over, over a year ago. I think it was like 2018 talking about our Saturn return workshop. Mm -hmm. And then, and I think that was right around that time that like you came on my radar and I was like, Oh, she seems fun and neat. And, um, and then of course, like, I don't, as a Libra, it's like, just, I have so many Libra girlfriends and we just like Libras really, we do really have like a special connection. Mm Um, and, and it's like, watching, watching you, uh, you know, and like mostly through the lens of like Instagram, I would say is, is primarily, you know, where I've witnessed you like before we were, you know, interacting more personally. And it was like, I, I feel like that was at a time where it was like, there were all these really neat, uh, women that I was starting to follow on Instagram. And I started to feel like, Oh, there's like a, there's like a feeling of community here, even though I don't know these people, you know, like I've never met them. And, and you were like sort of in that swirl. And, and then, I mean, and then we like fell, I don't fell in Instagram love. I don't know. Yeah. It happens, right? Like, totally. it really <laughs> does. You just start commenting and, and there's just little connections and with some people it, it happens and some people it doesn't and whatever. But I think, watching you and starting to listen to your podcast and knowing that like, I'm not a, even a, a tarot person. I feel like so tarot adjacent. I'm always like, Sarah, what does this mean? <laughs> and, um, but feeling so inspired by like the way you are sharing in the world and just feeling a kinship, um, to you and wanting to know like more about you and wanting to like, learn from you. And, and then I guess maybe you were doing the same thing. <laughs> I know. I, um, I want to just pick up this thread for a second though, before I talk about how, how I fall in love with Dana, but, um, the, I hear so much from folks in my extended community. And I don't know if Dana, you hear this as well, but I heard, especially for like the, co- the, the holistic business coach perspective of people really like being so frustrated by Instagram. So frustrated by social media, so frustrated, um, and really kind of feeling like they have to like game the system or game the algorithm to, to mm-hmm. get the results that they want. And we forget that Instagram and Facebook and these, these platforms are being designed to mimic actual human interaction. Mm-hmm. They're trying, like the algorithm is trying to predict what you already say that you want. And when we kind of can strip out this idea that like Instagram is out to get us, We can come back to the place of like, what this actually makes available is a robust free, I mean, yes, they're stealing your 
your information and your data, but like you're not paying a money, um, financially free platform of connection. And the, you know, when I look at something like how Dana, you know, how our relationship has grown and how we've been able to support each other. I mean, my guess is we could have run into each other at some point in some way, right. Based on our, our, our mixing circles, but a place like Instagram makes it easier than ever before to have genuine human interactions. And when we focus there on actually being like real humans, talking about human stuff, and like that includes like, yeah, being in a business and selling your offers. That includes talking about things you're passionate about. That includes lots of pet photos. Hello. Um, Dana's cat is so cute. And obviously my dog is the best. Um, But then you actually get the result of connection. It comes from being a human. And I just think of that when I look at like our relationship and how it's grown, like thanks to this platform. And I'm like, I don't hate Instagram. I fucking love Instagram. Thank you. I do too. I really, I love this platform. I feel like there's so many humans, amazing humans that are in my life that, that wouldn't be otherwise. I'm pretty sure. Um, and not to say we wouldn't bump into each other along the way, but you know, like bumping into someone, meeting someone like at some sort of conference or workshop is different than a regular, consistent, like ongoing conversation and insight into someone's life, right? Mm Because just as much as I appreciate like the wisdom that you share, I also appreciate like your posts. Like I'm really excited for the post you do about your butt. And (laughs) I did not promise about a butt post yet. Don't get everyone excited. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm rooting for it. Okay. And, um, you know, it's like it, these little, these little insights, you're right. It's, it, it is this, these, these real human interactions. Like I posted today about, you know, it's Valentine's day. My husband making me coffee because I was backed up and I felt that was really romantic and I pooped and then I was highly caffeinated and it's like, <laughs> you know, and like people commented, like people I've never met and probably will never be in oh, real life. Like here we are being human, being connected. And like, how do we make the best of it? You know? And like, that's okay. You can still be mad at Instagram too sometimes, but just like, remember, I feel like remembering what it, like what it is like and having, I mean, you know, then we can go into a whole conversation of boundaries. We can go into a whole conversation of like core wounds. And (laughs) I mean, there's really a lot of things that like, but this is the same things like what, this is what relationships bring up in the world. Yes. You know, in, in us, like this is it. It's just like the pot will be stirred, whether it's like over the internet or in real life or somewhere in between. Yeah, I think we forget that, that like this is how we interact with humans otherwise. I mean, it's slightly more visible, right? It's a little more curated, but I mean, I don't know. I went to middle school before social media and I'll say that life looked pretty, was pretty fucking curated in middle school, right? <laughs> like, you know, there are people who wear a certain kind of thing and present a certain kind of way and don't talk about certain kinds of stuff. And, uh, you know, I, this is already how, like the reason this is so, such a poignant and potent and, and as a result, I think challenging space for people is because it is exactly what we already do. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I'm a little older than you. Um, I turned 40 this year and, you know, it was like internets didn't really, I mean, I know like AOL, you know, it was like 1991 or something, but whatever. Like I didn't have a, you know, an email till like 1998 and the internet was, you know, wasn't really a thing you used other than like in, for email you know, until mm-hmm. like 2001 or two and after 9-11, yep. it all sort of changed, but you know, I grew up the whole time I grew up, there was, there was none of this, you know? And, um, and I I don't understand, I can't really wrap my mind around what it's like for younger folks to like have only grown up with this. And that sort of stretches my brain and makes me like, Oh, right. I'm like not a millennial. I'm right on the cusp, but like not. (laughs) And, um, you know, so it's a different experience to sort of watch that. And, um, you know, sometimes I feel like, uh, you know, I'm like, oh God, I'm so old on the internet. You know, what are the kids doing these days? And, um, and then, and then I'm equally just so grateful for the connections. Mm-hmm. Same. And yeah, I, when I found Dana, which was thanks to Sandy and we'll link up, well, Dana's already been on the podcast once. So, um, we'll go ahead and have, have Dana get linked up on that when you're on our show notes you hear Dana again and Dana and Sandy together as well. We'll get all of that linked up so you can go back through the through the files of our romance. Um, 
But I met, I met Dana, you know, through the podcast and through Sandy and through the Saturn return work. And I, uh, I was, I'm the kind of person where something kind of pushes my buttons and makes me a little frustrated. That's usually what I need to look at. And all Dana kept talking about was slowing the fuck down. <laughs> she was like, she's like, slow the F down, slow down, slow down. And I was like, I don't like that. That makes me feel unsafe. I don't feel good when I read those words. And, um, and for me, as like the way I work as a human, that's a huge indicator for me that that's something that I need to explore, right? And I was like, and Dana's out there in the desert and she's so pretty and she looks so cool. And I got to know you by, yes, watching you and receiving this message of like, there's a different way to be. There's a different way to be. And I, my, like, my knee-jerk response was like, is not to you, but to this idea. It was like, fuck that. Because I was like, there is not. I'm from New York. I don't understand what you're talking about. And then I realized that there was. You know, by getting to know you, watch you, experience the way that you move through the world through this lens of Instagram and through the lens of our conversations, I was like, oh, <laughs> maybe yeah. there is something I don't know. Shocker. Slow down medicines are real sneaky bees. Sneaky. And um, that's when I decided to take our relationship to the next level, which was when I hired Dana as my coach. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know. I remember when I saw you pop up in my, um, you know, on my calendar and it was like, consult with Sarah Chapel. And I was like, oh my goodness. And I got really excited. And, you know, sometimes I like, I mean, it happens often where I get a hit and I think about someone um, and I'm like, I know we're going to do something together. And usually I I think that it's coaching on some level, you know, but, but that's, I'm not always sure. I'm just like, "Mm, there's something here. And I, I knew that like you and I had a connection and that like something was going to unfold. And then I saw you reach out and then we began our work together. And then I think just like what, like a month or two in, I was like, I need, I need some support with this next, um, this next iteration of my, of my business. Cause like what I'm doing, like I I need, you know, like I'd had a bunch of support and I'd been in like a year long accelerator that had been really rich and I had closed that out. And then I knew I needed I wanted some support, but I wanted it to look different than what I had had. And I immediately thought of you and I was like, Ooh, I don't know if that's appropriate. <laughs> right? Like can, cause it's really something to like be in sort of this cross pollinating, um, relationship. And I only really know like a couple other people who do it and have done it like really successfully, but I also know it takes like navigation and tender, you know, just takes another level of, of awareness and boundaries. And I was like, am I ready to do it? And I just put, uh, I think I put an IG story out and I was like, looking for some support, my business. I don't know. I think it was kind of vagueish. And you were like the first person to respond. You're like, I don't know if this feels appropriate, but I think I might be the person for you. And I was like, oh, I knew it. <laughs> and 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 then we and then we started, I then I became your client. Mm-hmm. And for the past what, like six or so months, we've yeah. been navigating that relationship. And I was like super curious how it was going to unfold. And and it's, and it's been so wonderful. Like, I just, I really feel like there's, you know, like our relationship is really, is really like dear to me. And, and I, and I feel, and I, and I'm like so aware of like our boundaries in like the best way where it's like, oh yeah, Sarah's so clear about boundaries. And I, I, I hope that I am as clear and we, and like the, that boundaries get to be like these really beautiful, liberating ways that, that give us permission to like interact in these sort of complex overlapping ways where we're like, we have really, you know, in some ways we have really similar communities, but like, there's no sense of, um, not, you know, like there's no sense of competition. It's not, it just, there's only like creation, you know, like there's only this, and which is why we were like, let's collaborate together. And, you know, it's like, I really, yeah, I just, I really appreciate you, Sarah, for this, 
this like beautiful relationship that that you've given me and um and and to like just show me what it looks like to be in you know in a in a create like a really safe open creative fun space where we get to be like really vulnerable with each other and that it's just like it's so it's so clear and there's like so much ease and you know with my slow the f down medicine and together you know how much like how ease is important to me and I know how much it's become important to you Mm -hmm. you know and like I really feel like this relationship supports that and I'm just so fucking grateful for it thank you I love you I love you thank you I had no idea we were gonna be recording this on Valentine's Day it's all very very sweet this is (laughs) goodness um and I love some of the things you mentioned because I mean the first thing I'll say is that for me this has been such a healing relationship because I've been in those those crappy like <laughs> those crappy kind of faux collaborative you know friendships before where hierarchy is not so is hierarchy wins over you know clear boundaries and expectations if that makes sense and um it's been really exciting to to navigate this and you know just for folks at home a couple things that we did that we did a decent job of I think um was that you know both Dana and I use different channels for talking to our clients. Dana is a Voxer and I'm a WhatsApp. So that actually helped us to kind of separate out our conversations to some extent. I mean of course there was there was some overlap, but you know if it was something, you know, my problem, my turn to receive, we would be on one app and then Dana's challenge, Dana's turn to receive, we'd be on another app. And while that might be a little extreme for some of you, I know for me that really helped me put like the right hat on to participate in whatever we were working on. Um, And then in general, we also had our, made sure our calls with each other were on different days. So like, you know, there'd be like my, you know, my call with Dana was one day and Dana's call with me on another. And those kinds of spaces just helped us both to kind of shift into our roles depending on the situation. Um, and of course there's like that other third space, which is us just being friends, <laughs> which is, you know, a, lo- a lot of Dolly memes back and forth on um, Instagram. Um, but having kind of these clear channels of communication and expectation around that, I know also helped me feel really safe because something that's vulnerable I think for any of us is to be in work with people where it's like, you know, Dana was working with me to support her in her business, but it's not like everything in my business is perfect. Right. And that comes up in my work with her about, you know, trying to, to work less, to find ease, to, to, you know, break out of these old patterns that I've talked a lot about here on the show, you know, procrastination, perfectionism, all those, those fun goodies. And, you know, it can be very vulnerable to be like, Oh, I, 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 you know, I don't, I didn't want to feel like I had to be perfect in front of Dana in my sessions with her in order to be able to support her. So being able to navigate that space of being vulnerability and vulnerable, being imperfect and still being able to be a service to each other was, is just so rewarding. Totally. I love that. I love that you brought that up because I thought about that, you know, all the time where it's like, you know, we're doing, you know, it's like, I know you do mindset work and, you know, in your business and, and, and that you're good at it, you know, and it's like, I do it in mine. And like, then we would, you know, be in our own receptive, you know, places as like students or clients with each other. And it was like, yeah, mindset challenges would come up and it's like, you know, the perfectionism is a trap you know, (laughs) and, and, and it's, it's not real. And I think it's a, you know, it's a a deep, like colonizer mentality. And I don't think it ever really even means anything when we like, you know, dig down into it. Um, but that, that freedom to like release that and be like, Oh, right. I can still be of service, of great service and a guide and supportive and hold a beautiful container for your own transformation while, still having, you know, still working on mine. And, you know, that's, I think that's a, a a big thing out there, you know, in terms of like folks who maybe identify, um, as like working in, you know, as a healer or like in, you know, the healing arts or, you know, or in some like, even just like in different like service capacities that, um, you know, that include guidance on some level, um, you know, that, to release that is like, it's so much of what holds us back and not even just like in the growth of our business, but like in human connection. 
you know, and I love what happened the other day because we were WhatsApping, which is my channel of receptivity. <laughs> and I said something to say, I was like, well, are you, cause she said she was taking the day off. And I was like, well, what about the weekend? And she was like, this is the channel where I coach you. And I was like, damn, you're so <laughs> you know, and it was like so loving and sweet. And I was like, got it. You know? And like, I, I just, you know, as I'm getting older, it's like, oh, right. These are the kinds of relationships I want in my life. You know, like I, I want that clarity and you only get it by like being, you know, like by, by mucking around in it. Totally. Yeah. That was such a funny moment too. Cause that part, cause I like, I want to be like, like, I'm human. I was like, yes, I want to talk to my friend data about my feelings and why I'm sick and how pissed I have. Right. And I was like, but you know, part of the reason this works because in that space I am in coach Sarah mode and it doesn't mean I'm not human, but it, it, it helps to find the boundaries. And that's been just, I think for, I think for, and as you're saying, like for me as well, I mean, such a sweet experience to develop a relationship with all of these different tendrils that gives us the opportunity to explore what it looks like to have clear boundaries and clear containers across a wide variety of, of things. And I hope those of you listening at home will like me and data can be your love fest example of what it could, that it's like entirely possible to have mutually supportive, filled with like tenderly messy, like, you know, relationships that are also awesome. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Where we're like supporting each other in like our deepest work. And then like also talking about our bangs a lot. We do talk about our bangs. All over. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so I got my bangs cut to look like Dana's bangs. Just so you guys know, like I'm not even pretending I brought in a picture to, to Shelby, who uh, Shelby Aww. the hair witch in Asheville who does my hair. I know. I know. I'm and your hair is looking so cute lately. And I literally look like I have a tumbleweed stuck to the top of my head. Yeah, <laughs> but it works for you, Dana. I mean, that's like... That's the Libra gift. I think we can really make anything work if we want to. I'm just saying. It's so true. It's so true. And then even if it doesn't work, we believe it does. I mean, really, <laughs> let's, talk about, let's talk about the power of belief. And oh my gosh. I'm like, no, I'm the best. This is great. And then I am. And here we are. And <laughs> I, yeah. So, but I, I, I love, you know, I, I'm, I know we're in our like super duper love fest here. And I, I just want to say too that like, this relationship um, has been key for me in like all the ways that I've talked about and that we've talked to both have been talking about. And there was, you know, it was really like what I knew when I was reaching out and I was posting that thing on IG stories about needing some business help, knowing Sarah would see it and kind of hoping that she would respond and that we could figure it out. Um, but honestly, just feeling a little too like, I don't know if I can do it. And I felt clear about what, about the kind of support that I needed, you know, and like the kind of relationship that like I was looking for. And that, that helped me. I don't know why I'm feeling like called to, to sort of give voice to this in this moment, but, um, it, that like level of like clarity of like, this is like, I want, I want one-on-one -on -one. I've had group support and I just want some like one-on-one -on -one attention right now. And I want like a mix, you know, I don't, I actually want someone who I know is like really like business minded and like knows all like the, you know, is like up on like current strategies and like launching <laughs> and like, but like who, who can hold me outside of that, you know? And like, who's like, who's interested in the real like human experience of connection. Mm -hmm. And, and so for me, like, that's how, you know, when I knew that I wanted that and needed that, that allowed me to like open the door, you know, to this and to Sarah. And so I guess I'm just saying that I was like, you know, when you're, you know, out there, who's, you know, who's ever is listening and just like thinking about like the kinds of relationships that they want to, to call in. It's like, think about that. Like, you know, think about like the kind of person, like who they, you know, I talk about ideal criteria in my work. It's like when you're calling in like a lover or a friend or a, a business collaboration, it's like, think about like, who are they, you know, and, and, and who are you with them and who are you together? And like, 
you know, this relationship has like hit all of those things. I wish I had the list. I knew I wrote it down in like my journal somewhere. Um, you know, and, and so that I just encourage folks to really like be clear about what, about what they want in relationships, you know, whatever level of relationship that is like that you can be clear. You don't just have to like sort of be like, oh, well, here's what I don't want. Like, let what you don't want show you what you do want and write it down, <laughs> right? Write shit yes, down, make yes. it real. And, and like, breathe life into it and be clear, you know, like allow yourself some clarity and some space. And, and if you don't feel clear right now and you feel burnt out and run down, like let, you know, and you're like, but I need to be building things and I need to be doing things with a bunch of people. Um, you know, give yourself some space. I mean, this is that sneaky bee, um, slow down medicine, (laughs) slow down, give yourself some space, let yourself rest, let yourself come back home to yourself and, and then really like create, cultivate some clarity to like, to know, to feel into what you really want. And, um, you know, what you really desire. And if there's a bunch of shit that comes up of like, I can't have that. Well, that's where you, you know, that's where you got to go to work. Yeah. Oh, this is such a good segue too, in terms of like talking about relationships. Cause something I want us to talk about today is, you know, when you embark on a, on a coaching or supportive journey with somebody, I think we can have inklings of where things are going to go. And I mean, I always have a plan, um, <laughs> but sometimes things kind of unfold in the most miraculous way when we, when we open ourselves up to support and community and care. And <laughs> Dana, your work over the past several months had, had a, had a shift. What happened in this like beautiful space that you opened for yourself? Yeah. Well, you know, like, you know, the being, you know, the, the, the opening up of that space of like, this is the kind of support that I want because I knew that I was in a time I know enough now about like myself and my own journey that like, I can feel when like the next level of like mystery is coming you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's scary. And, and that it's like, when I know like all, like, you know, my stuff comes up and I'm like, oh, I'm doing it wrong. Nobody likes me. You know, like all my like greatest hits, you all are really getting a lot of the voices today. Um, <laughs> Sarah's favorite, all my weird little voices. I love Dana's voices. They're so wacky. Yeah. We haven't, there's a few we haven't met yet. Maybe they'll come up in a few minutes. Oh God, I can only hope so. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And so when I opened up that space and I could feel that there was that mystery coming and I knew I needed that support, I didn't know it was on the other side. Um, and I, I just like, you know, it's like that feeling, I don't know if any of you all are resonating with you, Sarah, you know, like that feeling of like, Oh, I'm something's coming, something's coming down the pike and I don't really know what it is, but like you can feel it coming. And, um, for me, then of course, because I said, all right, universe, like I'm, I'm ready for it. Like I'm, I'm open to it. I'm open to whatever this is. I kind of went through a wild swirl, uh, around my relationship with my partner, um, who's seven years in recovery and uh, seven years of sobriety. And, uh, and, and another thing came up, not where he like fell off the wagon or anything. And he's super, he's given me permission to always be really candid about our relationship and, and his journey and our journey together. And, and then I had a couple of clients who, um, you know, who were in partnership, uh, in various degree, you know, various ways with those struggling with addiction. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, I think this is the work I'm supposed to do right now. And then as I started having that insight and I kind of fought it at first, cause I was like, no, what does that have to do with our collective evolution? And then it was like, oh, duh, right. Addiction is like one of our great coping mechanisms for like living in the world at this time. And I started to open myself to it. And I, and so much stuff came up from the depths. <laughs> like, I mean, really just like ancestral pain and then stuff in my relationship. And I was like, Oh my God, what is happening? Okay. This is it. And it was like how to really like open myself and, and be held also by Sarah in this, like in my own, like deep growth 
And that like was able in this really powerful way that I don't know I've ever experienced before because it's so personal and so vulnerable and to like tandemly, like let that translate into a body of work of, of um, a course on uh, caring that I, that I've now called into the light. Um, and Sarah and I brainstormed that one um, in such a beautiful so like, good. Right away <laughs> uh, over WhatsApp. Uh, but uh, into the light, you know, caring for how to care for yourself when in relationship with an addict, and and that's now I'm like, oh right, this is like some of the great work of my life, and that was so unexpected and like such a gift, and and I know that part of that was like a result of our collaboration and and even like our conversations about your sobriety and just like it all felt so like such that that divine synchronicity, and um and something I I, I don't think I could have birthed without your support. Mm. Well, and I, this work is so close to my heart um, as someone who's in recovery and also in relationship with somebody in recovery. So to, to get to hold that space for you to have these explorations, to see all these synchronicities across your clients and your own life, and to start to bring that into this space of creating something, which I mean, Dana and I have done some market research. There's not a whole lot out there <laughs> that, that isn't following, um, you know, maybe, you know, a 12 step style model or really even focusing on the people who are in the relationships rather than like in the, the, the addict or uh, the person who's experiencing addiction. Um, and seeing you step into this work has been so exciting. It was also exciting for me while I was your client because I got to see you use your own tools because this was a growing edge. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. I mean, and that's the, I mean, I think that's the it's the power of like being alive at this time, like being in this work. And it feels like a great privilege uh, really every day to me to, um, to, to be able to engage the, the tools and tools is like such a like mediocre little word I'm using here (laughs) to describe, you know, the, the frameworks and just like the, the ways, the lens through which I get to see myself and see the world, um, and to engage them. And that like the work is like never done. And that's not like the work is never done. It's like the work is never done. Mm -hmm. And like, what, like, what an honor, what an honor to, and what an honor to like be able to model that for you. Yes. Yeah. No, it was so, I mean, just from both perspectives, but it was so amazing to see you dive back into your, to your work, the work that you were teaching me, um, so that you could serve, you know, an audience and a community that you're uniquely positioned to serve, in my opinion. Um, and, how, how that gave you the opportunity to, to rely more heavily on, on your own work and what you teach and what you, you know, have used to build your life. And that was so inspiring. And also, you know, it, I think one of those, like I was talking about vulnerability earlier, it can be hard sometimes as, as teachers and guides to be vulnerable because, you know, as much as I might like to think that it's okay for me to be like, this is a problem. And, you know, you might get a lot of likes on Instagram we don't tend to invest with people that we, you know, don't think know what they're doing. And sometimes that line between vulnerability and, um, you know, and not knowing what you're doing can, can be hard to discern, especially like on the internet or something. Um, and it was so amazing for me to get to see you stand in this place of obviously knowing what you were doing and that you still just had to do the work because that's what it is. Cause it doesn't stop. And that was so, it was just so powerful for me to watch you step into that space of, um, of being vulnerable with this. Um, but also, you know, that didn't, you know, in any way shift my, my perspective about, you know, you and your abilities, because I saw that you are constantly re-engaging with the transformation that you help other people to do. And that was so fucking cool. Mm, thank you. Thank you. And I feel the same, you know, in so many ways, you know, watching you, um, you know, hold me in, in the growth of my business while simultaneously watching you transform yours and shift yours and, you know, lean into like, you know, releasing the things that weren't really serving you right like <laughs> or we're or we're aligned with like the, the 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 place that you were growing right in your business like I mean how how 
how powerful it was when like glass started exploding and things <laughs> started <laughs> right like as you, as you started to like really you know open up and 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 look at like what was aligned for you and watching you do that work um on you know like the work on your work <laughs> oh my and, gosh yes. you know yeah can can you just i mean can i just flip the the mic around a little bit can you just like say a little bit about like that journey for you this year Oh, oof. <laughs> I mean, you can decline and you can edit this out. <laughs> oh, no. Um, you know, I think I sent you a message at some point, which you loved and I did too, saying that I no longer thrive in chaos. And that was such a huge, that is like kind of the, I would say the shift, the, like if I had to pick like one phrase or something to kind of talk about what happened this year, that would be it. Now, I want to be clear, I'm not rid of chaos. It takes time to to shift these patterns and to um, call other kind of support and and growth in a way that feels really good to, to shift them, though I'm, I'm much closer than I was. But even just starting to recognize that like, chaos and has been kind of my go-to for decades. Um, and when we started working together, I just knew I couldn't keep going the way I had, um, that I was completely overwhelmed, um, even though thing, you know, things were going well. And that's kind of a big part of just how I move through the world. It's like, it tends to be when things are actually going really well, that then I'm like, oh my God, panic town, like help, I can't do this. Um, I know how to, I, I'm great. I'm great in a crisis. I am a fixer, as Dana knows. Dana, Dana's, Dana and I are both recovering fixers, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, when we started working together and kind of opening some of these doors to what it would look like to have a life that was slower, that was more easeful. Um, I mean, the first the first things that happened were, that a bunch of glass started breaking in my house. It was like two months into our work together or something. I ended up slicing open my hand. And some of you who have listened to this podcast know, I severed my middle extensor tendon on my right hand. Um, and that actually stopped me from being able to do tarot readings, <laughs> which was a huge part of, of my business at the time. And, you know, with my hand out of commission, I had, I had the, um, the opportunity to really reassess what I'd been prioritizing in my business and in my life and what I wanted things to look like because I realized I'd created a business and a life that was entirely dependent on me being available um, physically, mentally, emotionally, like at all times. And the result of the, the hand, <laughs> which it, it was, I mean, there like glasses were breaking in my house for like two weeks and then my hand happened. It was like, just such a, some witchy fucking shit. Um, I'm not clumsy by the way, for people who are like curious, like I don't, I don't break things. I don't lose things. I don't break things. Like that's just, I'm not that person, but I was. Um, and that's when I decided to open up my membership site. And, um, when my business, uh, I mean, things had been going totally well, but just kind of took off. Um, and it was because, you know, I, I feel like even a few months prior, if those things had happened, I don't know that I would have managed the rapid growth as well as I have. I mean, it's still been an experience <laughs> um, that I'm working on, an adjustment. An adjustment. No. Um, but it's but it's something that I'm excited about, and you know, something I mentioned at my year-end review on the podcast, which we can link up as well was how so much what I'm doing right now is actually slowing down in my business. So I'm, we're not in a growth phase. I'm, I'm maintaining uh, because I need to slow down to put the systems, the processes, and the support in place for it to actually be awesome. And, you know, I would say like six months ago, I wouldn't have been able to do that. I would have been terrified not to be in growth mode, terrified um, not to just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And now I'm like, well, you know, maintenance mode feels great. I was like, let's let's actually slow down, <laughs> slow the F down mm. to so that there isn't chaos moving forward. There's actually support. Yeah. Ugh. That sounds good. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Ugh. Yeah. So it's been so, you know, so beautiful to watch. You know, and then sort of like the insider version is like watching you do that and be like, oh yeah. And I'm also your coach and then I'm your client. And so like, there's something I'm working on and maybe I'm working on it on a Saturday, you know, and like, can I send this to, you know, to Sarah, because she's like taking weekends or trying to, you know, and and I would try, sometimes I'd be like, do not. And the message would be like, do not listen to this before Monday, you know? And then it was like, 
And then it was like, oh my God. I mean, she's a sovereign being. Like, she's, <laughs> we're all good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, yeah. No, but I, we're good. I so appreciate you, though. Dana's so sweet. She says, she's like, don't listen to this before tomorrow. And I was like, that's not how I am, but thank you for trying. <laughs> but I had take, but I have taken days off. I am, um, I almost oh. took off, I took off like a full week at the holidays pretty much, which was insane. I couldn't believe it. Um, we traveled and yeah, lots of travel this year and like fun stuff and sauna at like in at like a at an inspirational level oh my god I mean yeah lots of sauna we love sauna house here in Asheville sponsor me um actually well we did um I did a branding photo shoot with my my dearest uh Chelsea Lane uh, photography and we went and did photos there so I feel like I got my sponsorship I was like yeah thanks guys um not not like in the sauna but they did offer that so maybe those will be those butt photos will be next time we'll go and I'll do some actual like butt sauna photos but yeah, like, you know, Sarah, um, even, even six months ago, probably would not have gone to the sauna in the middle of the work day or any day. Cause every day was a work day. Every day was a work day. And now every day isn't a work day. What a, what a life, Dana. I know. Right. Isn't it wild? Like that every day it doesn't, when you work, for, especially too, when you're like work for yourself, you know, it's like, we have to consistently be deconstructing these, um, you know, these systems, these oppressive systems, patriarchal colonizer systems of like needing to be these like super efficient and, you know, just like on the hustle all the time and don't take a day off. I don't deserve a day off. I don't, you know, like I'm going, I'm going to go take a, I'm taking a week to go sail through the like remote Thai islands and and like, you know, you had to be like, you deserve a week off. I'm like, oh my God, you're right. I do. I totally deserve a week off. You that know? was so and, good. And not because I just did a launch and not because I just did some big feat. Like I'm just living my life, you know, like I had a really spacious week this week and it's like, I can still deserve a vacation. Yes. You know? And like that's, I still deserve time off. I still deserve to go to the sun in the middle of the day or whatever. You know, it's like, I deserve, we deserve to take care of ourselves. We must take care of ourselves, right? Because like, if we don't know how to take care of ourselves, how do we know how to take care of each other? How will we know how to really like care for the planet? It's like, how will we know how to be in community? Like we, I just, we won't, we won't because what we'll be doing when we don't know how to care for ourselves is we're going to be perpetuating these like really broken paradigms and they're not sustainable, right? Being a martyr, not sustainable, sacrificing yourself, not sustainable, um, being a victim, right? Like, I'll just make lemonades out of all of, you know, out of all these lemons life is handing me. It's like, it's not, it's not sustainable. You know, like we, I'm just, and you get all like choked up here, but like, oh, I just so much believe in the importance of self-care and not, and I think it's such an, you know, another, you know, maybe a bigger conversation for like another time of like what that really means. Like sometimes it's like, you know, unpacking your, your own, um, you know, positionality, your own, you know, like your, your own potential like racism, like as a white person, right? Like doing that anti-racist work. Like sometimes that's, that's self-care, yep. you know, like self-care with this like much bigger picture of, of community care. And sometimes it's just like going to the, like learning how to like take a day off to take two days off in a row, <gasps> you know, <laughs> to go to the sun in the middle of the day to like take a Gmail app off your phone. Right. Like I did that. And these, these are, it's, it's multifaceted and, um, and important, you know, and like the world needs us, the world really, really needs us like to be, I want to say like to be at our best, but even that feels like funny language, like really needs us to, to know how to, how to, how to love, you know, like how to, how to really like love ourselves and, and love each other. And, and it's ever unfolding. And I'm really grateful for your lessons, Miss Sarah, on how to love. Oh, and I am grateful for yours. 
I don't want to say anything else because that was beautiful. That was perfect. That was the best way to close. So mm -hmm. let's do that. Love Fest, at least the recording, is, is going to come to an end. Dana, if folks want to learn more about you, they want to learn more about this critical into the light work, they too want to slow the F down. Um, where can they find you? Well, um, so, so many places. I mean, obviously on Instagram, Dana Blix, D-A-N-A-B-L-I-X. I don't even remember how that one came about. Um, <laughs> and, and there's always like just a, a lovely, you know, link tree in my bio of all my different offerings and freebies and free meditations and my live workshops or my virtual workshops. Um, of course, DanaBalicki.com. And, um, and, and I don't know, it seems weird to like keep naming websites, but, but you'll put the links in the show notes there where they can, you know, there's a three day, a little three day recorded series I did around the into the light work, the self care for being in relationship, you know, when in relationship with an addict and folks can sign up and then they'll learn, you know, they'll get access to the more offerings, um, around, around that work. Amazing. We will link all that up in the show notes as well as Dana's previous visits here to the So You Want to Be a Witch podcast so you can watch the love fest unfold through, <laughs> through, through space and time. Um, Dana, I adore you. Thank you for being here with us today and helping hopefully to model what is possible when we have open communication, clear boundaries, and lots and lots of Libra love. Mm, thank you, honey. It's always such a pleasure. And everyone listening at home, we love you. We do. We love you. We do. We wanted. We wanted. We wanted to share the love and show help show what's possible. And um, we're here because of you. Because you guys listen. So if you enjoyed this episode, do do me and all the people who need to find this episode a fucking solid. Head over to iTunes. Leave us a review. Write one out. Be like Dana and Sarah are so fucking cute, and their love for each other inspires me. There, I wrote it for you. That was easy. Um, and give us those, give us those fucking five stars, y'all, so that we can reach more people. Because that does help us to find more folks who will be supported by a soul-centered perspective on running a business. Um, I will see you guys next week. Dan and I will see you on the internet. Bye for now. See ya. Bye.